Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. God is indeed wonderful and he's done amazing things in our lives. This morning we have two powerful testimonies. The first testimony is by Sam Faith. Church, help me welcome Sam Faith as he brings us his testimony. Kindly take off your nose mask. Hallelujah. My name is Samuel Faith. Um, GSO for Apemso Community. What's your testimony about? Okay, so I have two related testimonies. Okay. The first one is about how God helped me to get rid of um, wild imaginations and vain. I used to imagine wild and vain things because of uh, because I was exposed to porno and. So I thought you would put your hands together for such a great deliverance. Wild imaginations and fantastic thoughts. As a result of pornography. So, um, back after JHS, I was alone in the house, so I got exposed to pornographic materials. Who would have thought that someone like Sam Faith would be exposed to pornography? Who would have thought? So, I mean, by the grace of God, I was able to stop, but then I realized that all the pictures were still in my mind. So, it's to haunt me as. I will, after when I go to camp, when I was in SHS, anytime I'm on, I'm on campus, I mean, those pictures will not come because SHS, I was busy and all that. But when I come back home, the pictures will come back again. So I used to, I was, I mean, it was worrying me. And I just don't know. So it keeps, it keeps hunting me. When I got to uni, Winnie, I thought, oh, now nah, they are in university, so these pictures will. Go, but it, it kept wilder. I mean, in the night, I remember first year, second year, I'll come and dance. After dancing, I'll get to my room and I'll be crying because I couldn't close my eyes. Anytime I close my eyes like this, the pictures will keep. You see, some of you may be here and you can relate to his testimony because you've also been exposed to pornography. Maybe you have just started. But listen to his testimony and change now. Because if you do not change now, the thing will be ingrained in your memory and you cannot get rid of it. He stopped watching it, but the images and things were there. So if you have started, stop it, what? Stop it, what? And also, I mean, at dawn, dawn was even wild. I wake up at dawn and, oh God. 
so okay, he at was that point meditating to, on the pornographic pictures at that yes. point too, i didn't have any hope in life because i remember my friends asked we'll be working as a group and everybody will be talking about i mean i'll do this i'll become this i'll do this i realized that ah, all that i could see is like a dark something i couldn't see anything so i was like what kind of life am i living in so I remember mommy preached a message on the, uh, uh, the seven great principles. And she said that after you're born again, your mind is still the same. And she shared a scripture from um, Romans chapter 12 verse 2 that we need to transform our mind. So I said that, so how can I do that? And she, she said we can do that by exposing ourselves to preaching messages and watching videos. I thought you put so, your hands together. So I had a friend, I had a friend, every fuck can come. He was around. I got over 100 videos, daddy videos from him. And I got uh, the Makane, all daddy's preachings and messages. So I used to watch it in the night and at dawn. So I'll wake up at dawn, then I'll be watching daddy to, as he's to preaching. To counter the imagination. Yeah, to counter the imaginations. So all of a sudden, I realized that... I, I remember one day daddy was preaching, it was a camp, and he said that he wanted to become specialized in a particular field so that he can become a lecturer. So when he said that, and I said, ah, then I can also become a lecturer because I couldn't see anything after school. I couldn't see anything, like see myself becoming anything. So when I heard that he said that, and I said, oh, wow, then I think I can also be, become like that. So. As I, I keep on watching, keep on watching, I realize that, oh, now I don't, it doesn't come again. I wake up at dawn, praying, thinking about my sheep, thinking about business, thinking about life. I've, I've, those images don't come again. So I want to thank Sister Joy for preaching the same messages. Because I remember first year, when I came first year, she preached it. But then I, I, I said, no, I mean, the second year, she preached it again in a different way. I said, I mean, let me just apply what mommy is saying. And by the grace of God, those wild images doesn't come again. So I want to thank God for what he has done. So my second, my second testimony is about how a message by Sister Joy, how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Mommy preached this message during the lockdown. So I remember when I was coming to start my service, I was wondering how, because I couldn't relate well with people, like I had that challenge. So I was wondering how I could relate with my boss and those doctors and professors at work. So I remember the message dropped. Then I went into the, onto the podcast and I downloaded their message. So I was playing, I was playing, I was playing the message. And the first one week at work, I mean, it was horrible. My, my boss is a male. So when he, he's, in, he's, he's serious, he's serious about everything. So when he comes to work, like, you will come and meet us in the office, but both we are quiet. We can be quiet till the day we will all close, they will depart. At times, I will see him, he will try to bring up a chat, but then I, I couldn't know how to. I didn't know how to respond and how to continue. So I kept listening, listening to the message. Now I remember one day a thought dropped. Go and listen, uh, go and pick Daddy's book on how to pray. So Daddy has shared um, how to relate with a great person. So I did a quiet time on that topic for almost one week, and that, that changed everything. I could relate with uh, from my oh, I could relate with my boss, Ricky. 
And I said, he that because when he's working, he's serious. But then he could drop the work, we could chat, he would tell me everything about his life, wow. about everything, advise me about everything. So <laughs> I was, I was, I was so amazed by how just a message can change my life. And not only my boss, I have several doctors and professors that I can just walk into their office with. I can talk with them for hours. So I want to thank Sister Joy for preaching how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. In fact, the message has really blessed my life. And not only that, there are several, I mean, thoughts that I've received that has really helped me. But I want to say to the church that let's listen to the podcast. Let's soak in the message. Don't listen to it one time because I've listened to it more than 30 times. Soak and soak and soak and your blessing will come. Amen. Church, why don't you appreciate some faith? Two powerful testimonies. The main points here are the messages can change your life. The books can change your life. Podcasts can change your life. Maybe you're here and you have one struggle or the other. You have one addiction or the other. This is the way to go. Soak the messages. Also read the books and your life will change. Amen. Put your hands together one more time for some faith testimony and our second testimony is by stephanie stephanie oh church encourage her as she comes to bring us her testimony please introduce yourself to the church good morning church my name is stephanie speak up a bit so that they can... my name is stephanie and i'm from the flowers Hi. Flowers, you cheer on. What's your testimony about? Um, please, the title of my testimony today is Grace is on Duty. It's I, have, what? I, have, I have a title for my testimony. It's it called Grace is on Duty. Grace is on Duty. That's the title of her testimony. Please tell us more about your testimony. Um, I want to share my testimony today because I know that it will help me with um, the healing process. So I just want to share the testimony so that everybody will be encouraged. So um, on Friday, I worked in the lab all day, so I closed very late. And um, two of our classmates had a wedding, but we were planning to go, but we didn't know how. So apparently, all those who wanted to drive to the wedding said they were having fun with their cars. So I confirmed from my friends, and they were still not sure. So they were like, if they would go, they would call me early in the morning. And I said, okay. So on Saturday morning around 4 a.m., they called me that I should get ready and that they want us to pick a bus so that we can't go. And my dad has not been well. Please, can you hear her? Speak up and then take your time. My dad has not been well for a while, so I wanted to use the opportunity to see him so that after I would just return. So she was morning, traveling to Accra on Saturday at four by bus. Okay. And then she was going for a, a colleague's wedding. Also, she wanted to take the opportunity to see her dad, who is also in Accra. So speak up. So what happened was we I think about five we went to the VIP station and always daddy says that when you board the bus, just stay at the back. I don't know why, but he just said the back. And then I think the right back or something. I remember one time Pearl shared a testimony about the right back. 
So I also took it and then I joined the bus. I got the back, but I can't believe really it was the right, but then I joined. And the side I was going to sit, I was going to sit by my friend, the three-seater one. So I was going to be by the window here and then he would be by my side. So immediately we got there. He said he wanted to sit with another friend on the two sides. So I should go to the extra one on this side. So as I was going there, I felt left out. So I just joined there in the side way, but I just joined and then I sat there quietly. And we're playing a worship song in the car. So I was just singing and humming along. And I was just leaning on the thing. So we're going past, I think, a few minutes past Konongo. And then I just heard a, a, like a sound, boom. And then all of a sudden, I opened my eyes. And the car just scaled off the road, was moving right, was moving left. People were shouting. People were flying on top of me. I was in my seatbelt for some funny reason. And all my other five friends I was with, amazingly, were all in their seatbelts. So none of them was flying. People were just flying over. And I was wondering what was happening, but I just heard the voice, and then the voice was like, everybody keep calm, everybody's okay, just keep calm. So I just come in my seat, I didn't try to move away, like when accidents happen, people try to get up to run. I didn't move, I was just stuck in my seat, and then by the time I knew, the car had landed on the side, and had toppled over, and the side, yes. Can you hear her? Please, that's a picture of the car. Please turn off the light so we can see the picture. They didn't allow pictures, so I just tried to see myself to take this. Can you see the car? Ah, can you see the car? It's like you're not responding, so I don't know what to say. Just a few meters after Konongo, she says she was, her eyes were closed, so she was just humming to the music being played on the bus. Then she, before she realized, she heard boom, a very loud sound. Then she finds that the car is moving to the left and to the and people were flying over. People on the bus with her were flying over her. The only reason why she wasn't flying and her friends were not flying also was that they were strapped in their seat belts. Then finally the car topples over to the side, and this is it. And Check, I, I don't know why you are not putting your hands together. This Are you overwhelmed? You are surprised. It happened yesterday and she's standing here with us. I think you should put your hands together and glorify God for divine escape. No wonder she says, no wonder she says the title of her testimony is Grace on Duty. So I am on the side where the bus is facing up. And where my friend prevented me to sit is the side that is on the floor. So, yeah. um, my face is, like, my face is, like, I'm upside down and I'm facing them, like, up like this. So, I, I see him looking at me and asking me, Stephanie, are you okay? And I said, by the grace of God, I'm fine. My, my seatbelt is still on. And he said, just keep it on. I'm just trying to find my way and then I'll hold you and then you'll come down. And I said, okay. So, as people were rushing out, I was just... I don't know, for some, pe- for some reason, I had some inner peace. I, I, I was just quiet on my seat and not moving. Some people were struggling out. I just took my time for them to find their way. And then I took my seat belt on and I got down. And I even had the time to look for my things. Look for my things, find my bag. I think I couldn't find one shoe. But they, take pictures. Yes. And stand by. And, and, and take I took pictures. my things. The only things I left were the things I couldn't find. I was almost like the last person to leave the bus. Hey, so they broke the window <laughs> and they tried to 
So when you pull your head out, then they hold you from the outside and then they pull you. So it was when I'm coming now that I'm seeing that what I was actually in looking for my thing is this. And the car that we had the accident with, nobody in the car spoke. The car was crashed and the two people that were in the car were dead completely. Were there any casualties on the bus? Yes, there were casualties on the bus because we were flying over. So people had um, injuries on their head. Some people were bleeding from their mouths. And I looked like I was part of the passerby. Together with all my five friends, we were just standing by and we were watching. The grace over her life covered her friends as well, so much so that they were all okay. And they looked like those who were standing by, those who had witnessed the accident. God is delivering you from any accident that is coming your way in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you look at the picture, well, there's a guy in a white shirt. By him, there's a lady who is trapped, and her leg is trapped in the front. Like, the leg was completely damaged. She's trapped in, and she was screaming for over 40 minutes. There's no ambulance. There's no emergency response. There's no nothing. And she's crying on top of her voice that Jesus should save her and have mercy on her. And I, on the bus with her, I'm standing outside, and I'm watching her helplessly, and I can't do nothing. And it I can, can only be the doing of the Lord. Church, why don't you glorify God? Make a joyful noise. Thank God for the life of our sister, Stephanie. God forbid that would have heard something else. Thank God for grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together. This can only be by the grace of God. By the grace. The saving grace of God. Amen. So what do you want to tell the church, Stephanie? Um, what I want to tell the church is that um, in the country that we are, nothing is working. There's no health system. is It's not working. Insurance is not working. You should take it from because she's a pharmacist. So she knows what she's doing. Nothing is about. working. This lady that has been trapped, you'll be shocked that she'll pay all her medical bills. Everything will be on her. There's no insurance. There's nothing covering. Your only insurance is the blood of Jesus. And so you should just, you should just put your hand under the blood of Jesus because that's the only thing that will cover you. Because the roads are bad. There's no insurance that will cover you when anything happens to you. The only thing that will save you for such incidents is the blood of Jesus. So every time when you come to church and they are giving communion, whatever they are doing, just take it. I, I'm standing here and then I watch people pass by without taking communion and I'm wondering what they are doing I, I don't know if they know what they are doing but if you haven't taken communion today I beg you just find any of the communion stars and take communion because your only insurance here is the blood of Jesus you were telling me something about taking communion on Friday yes. I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let you say it yourself Okay, so the so, Friday before the Saturday. Yes, the Friday, the flow prayer time. Usually, I end my flow prayer before the prayer actually ends because I just have to do a few things. 
So this particular Friday, I hadn't even brushed my teeth, but for some stranger, I had bread in my room. I just picked it and I just ate it and I just took the communion. And the communion had grace in it, and I just believed that the grace was speaking. Someone who usually misses that, you know, you, if you if you watch flow, communion is usually. And then for because she needs to go to work, she misses that part. But for some reason, that Friday she stayed and she took the because she had bread by her side and she took the communion. And God through the communion saved her life. I want you to put your hands together one more time for Stephanie's testimony. And I just want to encourage you, add my voice to hers, to say that anytime we are taking communion, anytime there's prayer, believe in it and add yourself to it. Because you see, also, although the roads are not safe and all, it's not because of that too that you stay in your room. You can even die in your room. It is only by the grace of God that will save you. Amen. Wow. What a powerful testimony we've had today. Hallelujah. It means the grace of God is working in this house. Amen. Yeah, and always I tell you, the word spoken by an anointed servant of the Lord is always different. And when it comes upon your life, when you hear words from an anointed man or, or woman of God, something happens to you. Hallelujah. And that is the kind of pastor God has given to you and I, an anointed servant of the Lord. And this morning, this afternoon, we are privileged to have our pastor in our midst, the anointed woman of God, the bishop of this cathedral. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for our pastor. Put your hands together for ES Joy. Put your hands together for her. Your hand clap is too weak. Your hand clap is too weak. Maybe you can give us the best. The first I don't look like what I have been through. Mm. You've turned my pit into, into a well. So, so the yes, essence of my praise is centered on, on your grace. grace. I don't give us the I second best straight away. Who has changed my story? Second verse, my lady. Second verse. I've been through a lot, but grace has stayed. Exactly. Exactly. My test, my test. is now a It was a test. This her testimony today. So, so the essence, essence of my grace is centered on your grace. I don't, I don't, I don't. Sing the chorus of I do more, 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 I do 
unless something does you. I was just talking to somebody who's somebody was in the hospital for COVID. 35,000 Ghana. Do you have? 35,000 Ghana cities. I said, do you have some? That's why we have tried to call vaccinators to come and vaccinate you. Why? I had hoped they would get here early so that you could have started, but no problem. There are quite a number. When they are done, we join. Is that okay? Please, unless you have 35,000 to spare and maybe a spare life too. If you don't have, please just go and humbly take the vaccine. It's okay. Hey. Hey. The church is quiet. Oh. Please, but you must be 18 and above. If you are below 18, I'm sorry, we don't know your case. But if you are 17 years old and 11 months and 3 days, I think you should just go and do it. You're almost 18. Do, do you get me? Uh-huh. Go and, um, people say, people, listen, people say, people say what? I beg you, use your brain, oh. That's all. I can't say much more. Yeah. Lady Pastor Yvonne, have you died? Have you taken the vaccine? Thank you. Everyone, have you died? Have you taken the vaccine? Thank you. Pastor Russell, have you died? Have you taken the vaccine? Thank you. Uh, who again? Uh-huh. Have you taken the vaccine? You haven't taken it? You took the two shots, the two shots one. Are you alive? Are you dead? Maybe perchance your, your ghost. <laughs> okay. Pastor Nani, I've taken the vaccine. Two shots. Nina, you're alive. This one cries one shot and that's it. Yeah, it's a one. Johnson is one shot. This one's just one. Are you here? Now, the reason why the pastors are all standing and saying they took it was because when they were doing, we were able to force for them to do. We couldn't force for you. Do you understand? At that time, they were saying that it's for people who are 50 and above and so forth and we found some people who were not taking so we forced but this one they are saying 18 please just go and do it is it okay it's not that we don't like you it's because we like you rather unless you have 35,000 and a spare life okay amen and that part is the wisdom part there's the power part where we pray are you seeing it uh-huh. where we pray amen powerful the Lord is helping us. Today I'm preaching a very short preaching because this service is actually a graduation service for the Poiman Academy. Oh, it's a good place to clap. Amen. If you have not yet joined them, I'm really hoping that you will. Immediately after this service, every Sunday, there are schools going on. You see them in different parts of the hall. And they sit. How long is your class, please, on average? 40 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Are you here? And they are learning the word of God. So all the people sitting on this side today, they know something that you don't know. But I'm really hoping that you will, um, you will join them. Amen. And they have finished the course and they are moving to another course and they are going to have a graduation certificate. Ask your neighbor, how many certificates do you have? In this life. <laughs> If you don't have a certificate in your life, there's an opportunity. Don't miss it. And if you have two certificates, it's an opportunity to have three, four, and five. If you have ten certificates, it's the opportunity to get 15, 20, 25. Is that okay? 
And let me tell you something. There is no certificate that is useless. You never know. Tell your neighbor by you. You never know. Yeah. One time I was going to do something and I was asked for my certificate that shows I'm a pastor. <laughs> you are very quiet. But by producing that certificate, I skipped some things I was supposed to do. Yeah. Hey, you are very quiet. I said, no certificate. I didn't know. Me, I thought when, I, when you are causing, oh, you have done it for, I don't know, yeah. It's like something. Hey, I never knew it was going to cancel some things for me. Amen. And so you also, and the good thing about the Poemet Academy is that we are learning what? The word of God. Many of us are stumbling because we don't know the word of God. We are falling down because we don't know the word of God. We don't know what to do because we don't know the word of God. You will be amazed at the things in the word. Are you here? I say you'd be amazed at what? The things in the word. The wisdom that is in the word. You'd be surprised. Things that you think are problems. Not knowing that solution no, is inside. Hallelujah. And so this is a very easy way to learn the, the word. It is only those who begin to be leaders who do exams. For the rest, you just go in, take part, understand, have the scriptures explained, you, and you're moving on. Put your hands together. But allow me to preach my word first. And then we'll have the graduation after. And those of you who want to take the vaccine, you don't have to worry. There, look, there are so many of them. You'll be inside. Hallelujah. Amen. We've been talking about loyalty for a few weeks and we're continuing this week as well and we are learning to be loyal. Tell your neighbor, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. I told you that it's not in us naturally. It's not in us naturally. The natural, what should I say? The natural person is disloyal. If you leave us, we will do things that will go contrary to how they should be. And today, I'm talking about the lessons on loyalty. I won't have time to do many. I'm going to do just one or two, but I would like to direct you to my podcast so that between what was preached in the present service and what I preach here, you get a little more of an idea of the lessons on loyalty. When you say lessons, there's something you must know. Something you must know about faithfulness. Do you know that it's a character trait? Yeah. When you learn it, after a while, it becomes part of you. So your response will begin to be in the direction of loyalty. And today, I have picked one. If I'm only probably going to do just one because it's such a big area. One lesson or something that will help you. Amen. Are you there or you have traveled? Yeah. We're dealing about loyalty. I'm praying that when we are done, we'll be more loyal people. So if you are a wife, you stop talking about your husband behind his back. Yeah, you speak to him directly when you cannot you seek counsel are you seeing it not that you go and sit with your friends and then you are just remembering some, some of you with your children oh, papi. Mm. Mm. no don't do that don't do that some of you in your office in your office hey it's getting tensious in your office there's some rebels and you've added yourself Every day they are talking about the boss and you to you add yourself. Oh, this man, he's a very wicked man. In Ghana, when you meet somebody who is doing right, we say he's wicked. Yeah, principled person is wicked. 
Mm. Is it that you're quiet? That's true. It's true. Mm. Anyway, we're going to learn one point. Now, before I get into my stuff, I forgot one point. Please, I would like you to put aside 29th of August. It is our Healing Jesus service. Amen. Yeah. Just hold that date aside. And it's one of the days on which we focus on the Healing Jesus campaign. And all that is going on there, the souls that are being won. And we also take a special offering. I want you to pray about that offering. Let God talk to you and put what you're putting in. Many of us give money every month, but it's 10 cities a month. Are you there? We're doing our best. It cannot take us too far. So once a year, it's a global service. All the lighthouses, or all the UDs as we are called, or all the whatever you call us. Now it is very difficult to get one name. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> yeah, we have a global healing Jesus service on the 29th of August. Our father is the preacher in all the countries everywhere. When we say international, oh, it's real international. Yes, different nations. Are you there? And, and we, we listen to one service and we try to raise something to just push it forward. And in this church, when we say we are using money for something, that's exactly what we use it for. That's why they have to raise money. If we took offerings from the church to do it, they wouldn't have to raise money. But it's not like that. When we come and say, this one is for evangelism. It is for evangelism. Are you getting the point? That's exactly what we use it for. We will not use it to cook lunch for orphans. <laughs> when we want something for orphans, we'll come and say, this one is for orphans. Are you seeing it? Uh-huh. So every part is separate and standing on its own. That's the best way to do it. If you did your finances like that, it will help you. No, it's true. It's true. You should have one account. The money that goes in here is rent. Nothing else. And you just use it for what? Uh-huh. But some of us will have the rent one. Then when there's no milk in the house, we go there. And we take it. <laughs> okay, am I preaching a good message? I'm preaching a good message. Yeah. But you should have one rent. So that you stop going to borrow from the bank every rent time. And every month you put the rent money there. And you actually use it for rent. Yay. Yeah. There's a lot. That's why we're saying that if you are serious in the church, you can learn a lot of things. Yeah. Are you in the house? Hey, you are very quiet. Too. Yeah. That's how the church is. Building money is for building. For the few, few uh, what, full-timers, where they get their salaries is another place. It's like that. We don't mix them. We don't mix at all. And that's why the church is moving on. Yeah. Are you in the house? Please, you should have another place. School fees. Then you put school fees there. But now you have put your school fees plus your rent plus your eating money plus your water money plus your light money. They are all in one place. <laughs> and that's why it's always equal to zero. <laughs> hey. You eat your tithe. Oh my God. Because you left... <laughs> You eat your tithe. You eat the money for your bills. You're always hot. May you be delivered. Learn from the wisdom in Jesus' name. So when healing Jesus, when they don't have money, they don't go. It's as simple as that. They don't wake up and say, okay, so what's in their church account? They should bring it so that we can... No, 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 no. No, no. They'll say, I remember one year they sat down for six months because they didn't have enough money to go. They worked and then they raised money. Then when they said, okay, well, let's go and do another crusade. Wow, it's called wisdom. Hallelujah. 
Well, today we're learning another wisdom, and this time we're looking at loyalty because it's very wise to be a faithful person. It's very, very wise. And today I'm just doing one point, one lesson. Loyalty demands analysis. <laughs> loyalty demands analysis. Amen? Hey. Analysis. What does it mean to analyze something? Put the thing down and understand it. And let's see if it is like that. Are you here? Many of us, we believe everything we hear. As you are standing here, if somebody goes on radio and says that it's raining, you believe it's raining. Even though as you are here, you can see that it's not raining. (laughs) And in today's day and age of our Lord, where fake news and real news are all on, I mean, you have to learn to analyze things. You can't just believe everything that is said about other people. Wow. Are you with me? Gentlemen, somebody comes and says that your wife is sleeping with another man. Before you start jumping, your things start coming. Let's do some analysis. One of the analysis, for instance, that you can do is who is the person speaking? That's one of the major analysis. Who is the person speaking? One day, at that time, our church was a very young church in Tamale, and we were striving to let the church grow. And one day, somebody came to my husband and said, Oh, those are your praise and worship leaders. Oh, do you know where they were on Friday night? And my husband said, Where were they? Hey, some jambi, they were jamming in some nightclub. They were doing that. And you could obviously see that the person felt that they were not worthy of being, you know. So, what do we do? We analyzed. Who do we analyze? The person speaking. The person speaking. It is true that maybe our, our, our people were in the nightclub, but you that you are speaking. Thank you. Thank you. You got it. Where were you? Where were you? Oh, you don't understand the point. Where were you? Who are you who is speaking? And sometimes just by doing that, who are you who is speaking analysis? Sometimes you leave it. Yeah. Sometimes you leave it. Sometimes you let it go. Yeah. Somebody who has no character. Do you know that in a courtroom, please, I'm not a lawyer. We'll find out whether what I'm saying is true or not. Do you know that in the courtroom, the integrity of the person speaking is very important? The one who is saying the thing. Uh, please, are any of the lawyers in there? So I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? It's true. Yeah. So if you are known to be a liar, a drug addict, a thief, and you are speaking, a lot of weight is not given to what you said. So how can you break up your house on what somebody says? Lady, you have demolished your marriage based on the word of your friend who is not married based on the word of your friend who has been jealous of a lot of things and made a lot of you now can't you see as you analyze the individual that the person is not qualified to speak your aunt who has chased the husband around away is her word you are going to use 
Hey, it is becoming tensious. So why are you believing what is said against God and against men of God, people of God, when the person speaking is not even a believer? When the person speaking does not go to church? When the person speaking does not open the Bible and does not know what is there? Why does such a person's word matter to you? You used to tithe, but you don't tithe anymore based on the word of somebody you don't even know. Analyze the person who is speaking. Hey. It's getting tension, so the room is very, very quiet today. Analyze the individual concerned. It's a very, very, very important point. So I'm standing here saying, tithe. As I'm standing here, I've been in this church since 2010. I have not come to you. To, I'm not taking your password. I have not come to steal your money. I have not fooled you. I've not done it. And I'm just standing here telling you to take your time. You won't take that one. But you'll pay your time. You'd rather go and take the word of somebody. You don't even know the person. You don't even know the person. Hey. He's getting tensions. I said, it's getting what? Yeah. As you are here, I said, go and take vaccine. Some of you are like, mm-hmm. I don't know (laughs) have I ever given you bad advice knowingly the thing I'm asking you to do have I not done it your relative who say you shouldn't do have they done it have they gone to lie in a covid ward for 19 days and almost perished have they and then they are advising you can you not analyze the individual speaking but as I'm speaking to you why do you doubt what I'm saying Ask a brother, are they paying me? When you are sick, does it touch me? Hey, analyze for goodness sake. Analyze. Yesterday, I sent some young people. You see, on Friday, as we had the uh, program, I didn't expect the crowd we got. I knew that, oh, people are around, but I thought most students have gone, so it would just be us. So at a point, I looked around and I said, ah, my God. What we have here, if we don't vaccinate, people will be in trouble. So I got up on Saturday morning and I said, no, let's track this thing. People should just go. Then somebody called me and said, "Eh, when you say we should go and do the vaccine, I called my father. Immediately I I knew I was looking at somebody who didn't believe what I was saying. Are you there? My father says that I shouldn't do it. I said, it's not a problem. This morning, the person called me. Please, I'm not feeling well. I said, call your father. (laughs) Call your father. Not out of spite. If you don't believe my word, when I say go for a simple uh, vaccine, is it drugs that I'm coming to give you a list of? Will you believe that one? No, 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 no. Call who? It's getting tensious. Yeah. Because you need, you see, if you analyze the individual concern, you'll be okay. We used to be a first love church. Then one day, Bishop Doug himself called me and said, I'm moving you guys to AA. It pained me there. It pained me because I enjoyed being a first lover. But 
I recovered quickly because I analyzed the individual. I said, I have known this man for almost 30 years. He has never done me bad. And he has never knowingly and willingly taken a decision that will hurt me. And no, this thing that he has decided is for, I can't see it right now, but it's for my good. I want to ask you, as members of AA Fountain of Life Cathedral, was he right or was he wrong? Today, as we stand here in AA, has he done as good or he has done as bad? Are we not happy where we are? Are we not thriving where we are? Oh, oh, crap. At the time, I couldn't see. Are you getting me? But I just analyzed the individual that this individual will not knowingly do me wrong. I think you are getting it. If he had been wrong, I would know that it's not one shadow. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh-huh. Analyze the individual concerned. Analyze. When I come and I say to you, go and take a vaccine. I am not an illiterate. Please, I've gone to school. I went to primary school, I finished. I went to secondary school and I finished. When I finished, I went to the university. I did my first degree. I went again. I did my master's. I went again and I did my PhD for five years. Please, I'm not an illiterate. As I'm telling you, go and take the vaccine. Just analyze it. Just analyze. I went to school eight years outside. Go and do it. Stop. Today I'm talking like a fool, but I have to talk like a fool small. As I'm standing, I've done the vaccine. My husband has done the vaccine. My second son has done it. His wife has done it. My final, uh, last son has done it. What, what are you talking about? If that's the case, I've staked my whole life on it. Then you are coming to listen to somebody who... <laughs> hey! <laughs> yeah, allow me to talk like a fool because I know that some of you, you will not do. Only that when you don't do it, you don't call me. Don't call me. Don't call me. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You see, what you don't know is that when people think they are dying, they call their pastor. That's what you don't know. Yes. 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 They call their pastor. Yeah. I am anxious. When people think they have HIV, they call their pastor. I have gone with so many people to go and do HIV tests. In fact, as I'm going to the place, I say, hey, I'm a I say, Pastor, she has got HIV. And yes, I will. I remember I'm in Neko. Are you in the house this morning? Analyze the individual. It will help you to be loyal. It will help you to be faithful. Amen. Your parents broke up. The marriage broke. And now you believe that your father is the worst man on earth. Please, analyze it all. Why do you think so? Because your mother told you. You need to see that she has only one view. You need to see that it was a different view from the general view. Ah. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Somebody who has a broken heart will never say something correct about the person. So you need to just analyze it a little bit and just just modify your behavior a bit. (laughs) You need to ask yourself, if your father was such a bad man, how come she had not one, not two, not three, but five of you? How come? If he was so bad, why didn't she stop after number one? (laughs) 
second timothy chapter three let's look at this thing <laughs> know what i'm saying to you it is scripture yeah second timothy three verse 10 look at what paul is saying to timothy do you know for ease of understanding can you give me the nlt let's see if how they put it because when i start reading thou do you don't understand but you timothy certainly know what i teach and how i live and what my purpose in life is you know my faith my patience my love and my endurance verse 11 you know how much persecution and suffering i have endured you know all about how i was persecuted in antioch iconium and lystra but the lord rescued me from all of it that's exactly what paul is saying analyze the thing look at it and see whether i am a false prophet or not just look at it and see after all that has happened to me whether i'm misleading you or not hey it's getting tenacious. analyze the individual another thing that you need to do is to analyze the past why are you angry with your father today one of the questions i often ask people who have been told by a passing random prophet that their mother is a witch i ask them that if you analyze the past does it match up uh-huh. i hope you get what i'm trying to say if the person really is a witch it will match up if the person is a, you say ah, that's why this that's why this that's why this but sometimes you find that a perfectly innocent person is being accused and you must ask yourself the question analyze the past and see analyze the past how has the person worked with me how has the person been to me what has the person said the person has had opportunities to finish me did they do it or did they not it will really help you hey huh. the room has become tenacious hallelujah 2 Timothy 1 6 Paul said a lot of things so. Second, Second Timothy 1 6 this is why I remind you to fan the flames to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you it's possible that this young man was you know sometimes you do something for a while and then you begin to believe that you're not called yeah you begin to think that oh it wasn't anything nothing really happened he's telling her analyze the past analyze the past some of us here today if you analyze the past you will see that you are fallen if you analyze the past you will see that you are less spiritual than you were before some of you who feel that God has abandoned you and done nothing for you if you analyze the past you will see that today is better than the past it may not be everything that you have dreamt about oh, but better than what it used to be sometimes the devil comes and pays you a visit and tells you that your Christianity is useless he tells you that it's bogus because maybe you are looking at some more spiritual friend that you don't match up to but analyze the past and see where you in particular you are coming from are you not better today than you were four years ago five years ago and allow yourself to take heart 
Or you don't understand what I'm saying. Maybe you have a very Oja friend. Ojashios. You know some Ojashios people, some encourage you, but some of them, they are so Oja that honestly, 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 you are depressed. Hey, small not their fastings. <laughs> small not our small not waiting. And you look at yourself and you feel that, hey, my last waiting the night was January. And, and, and you feel so not worthy. And, and for many, that's how the devil makes us, he cripples us because you see how you don't match up. Please analyze the past. Are you not the same one who on such a given Sunday by now, you are now waking up from your latest something? Five years ago, were you even in church at all? Did you even used to go to church at all? Oh, you may not have reached your ultimate, but see that you have come some way. You have come a distance and don't allow the devil to take away from you what you have already. Analyze the past. Hallelujah. I said, analyze what? The past. Four years ago, were you able to pray a whole day? Oh, 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 oh. I asked a question. Four years ago, you know, we had a day of prayer on Tuesday. And I was so blessed. I saw many people. I didn't expect workers. Because you were not my real. You see, if I'm focusing on the workers, I'll do it at a different time. I was so blessed to see people rushing and do some two hours and go, some to go to work and then in the middle of the day just you know, slide in and some who couldn't at least you see that they came online for some small time analyze it, some years ago were you like that? some years ago Tuesday you will never pray oh, ha yeah tell your neighbor, mommy is talking about you in fact, some of you, four years ago, your back leg will never even enter a church. It is true. Just think. Today, you come. Nobody forces on your own. I'm sure you analyze the past. You will see that God has indeed been good to you. And that you have come some distance along the way. And that things are better and gradually improving may they improve more I said may there be even more improvement let there be even more improvement faster improvement hallelujah put your hands together for the Lord amen analyze the individual analyze your past when you hear something that is said sometimes you need to analyze those words where did they come from where did they come from why am I saying that? Because people speak in different ways. You see, let me make a, a comparison for you. Lady Reverend is not here. But Lady Reverend and my sister are two of the closest people to me. But they are very different in character. My sister would say something. She's very careful. Lady Reverend is like me. We talk before we think. So if the two of them are saying something. When you analyze the words, you may see that oh, this one day is just a choleric talking. Oh, they don't mean it. I, I hope you get it. When you just take those words and look at it. Amen. Sometimes you need to take the word and you need to listen and say, what the person said, is it the word of God? If it's the word of God, then I have to listen. If it's not the word of God, maybe I need to leave it. Wow. 
let's go to Romans chapter 16 and verse 17 I'm, I'm ending my preaching in two minutes <laughs> and now I make one more appeal my dear brothers and sisters uh, no give me the King James okay let's, let's finish this then we go to King James let's, let's go back go back to NLT let me finish it then we come back yes watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught stay away from them but I prefer how the King James says it let's go to King James Romans 16 17 in the King James now I beseech you brethren mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them avoid them yeah that's why in this church we have something we call mark and avoid mark and what avoid who are you to mark and avoid people who create division there are some people who by their speaking they are always creating division everywhere they go division 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 when you see it mark and avoid mark and avoid do you know that we are many tribes in this church and no tribe has the preeminence we are all Ghanaians. Ghanaians, Nigeria, that's why we say we are international. Whatever you are, you are welcome and we like it. But you can go to places where if you are not a given tribe, we don't like. No, it is true. We have had a problem in our church before. When a particular, in those days, we used to call Basante's ministries. A particular ministry, if you are not from a particular tribe, they will not visit you. They will not visit you, they will not care for you, you are not a member. And all those of the given tribe, they will go, they will visit them, they will become, oh, it became an issue that had to be tackled. Today we cannot think about it, but believe me, it actually happened live. It happened live. And it came out because eventually one day somebody got up and said, It is because I have been here in this ministry and this and that and that and that and that has been done to me because I am not from this tribe. And at first it sounded like an accusation thrown into the air until analysis analysis was done and we found out that the leader of the place was from a certain tribe the assistant was from a tribe all the members were from a given tribe and this particular person was the only one who was not oh oh may it not be so and i'm saying that such people create division and the bible says mark and avoid why do you mark and avoid because if you don't avoid it will affect you are you here? If you don't avoid, it will affect you. There are some people, the way they speak, just, I, I would rather not. Yeah. Recently, when our father was under fire and they were writing all kinds of, at a point I just stopped because I said, mm, this thing is so poisonous that if I don't take care, an evil spirit will get a chance to come and walk around. I've stopped. I won't, read, I won't even read. And I know people who said, I, I read the thing and I felt that I, wasn't the, I was not normal. Yeah, I know somebody had to go and pray after. Because when you are receiving from a bitter person, the bitterness is a spirit. It's a spirit. Ah, you didn't know bitterness is a spirit. It's a spirit. It moves. It moves. And the spirit is always looking for a body to go and inhabit. It's always looking for a place. And words are one of the means by which it moves. Wow. Are you there? Mark and avoid. In this church, we like everybody we like every what 
educated or not educated or wealthy or poor, we like everybody. So don't let anybody come and divide me and tell you that these people, they like only those who have been to school. They like only those who, are speak, who speak English. We speak English because we are an international church. That's all. Even in Ghana, tree is not spoken everywhere. Hey. Yeah. And we are international. So we always have in our congregations people who do not speak our local language. Uh-huh. And they must also feel at home. It's also part of their church. Hey. Are you there? There are people from here, from where? Please take the microphone and tell us the, the nationalities we have in the church. We have Nigerians here. We have Nigerians. If you are Nigerians, say hi, 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 hi. They may never, never Very know. Very nice. They don't know that you are Nigerian. No? Yeah, people from DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo. Democratic Republic of Congo, it's nice to see you. And then we have people from Equatorial Guinea. From Equatorial Guinea, wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. And you want us to speak only one of our local languages. You see that it cannot be. Hey, the church has become tensious. Hey, it's because they don't like the tree people. I want to ask you what me, a guy, I'll be doing here from 2010 to 2021 if I didn't like the people. Like, bah, you think I cannot go and see my father and say I don't like the place. But I've not done that because, oh, why not? It's a practical thing. Analyze the words yourself. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. So I never start to think a little. Think, think. Yeah, don't just believe everything that is told you. Because some of you, if they come and tell you that I'm sleeping with a boy, you believe. The way you... No, it's true. Some of you know ability to think on your own. Just follow everything. John, 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 John. And you see, you are saying, hey. But when people began to say things about our father, you were believing it. You were confused. We had to begin to tackle it. You said that, oh, I'm very confused. I want to ask you a question. If Bishop Black was looking for money, is it a church you would do? Ah. I'm bringing yourself. Pastor, why are you saying that? Because, number one, son of a rich man. Only son of a rich man. Number two, mother is Swiss. So he could have gone to practice as a doctor. He didn't need to be here at all. At all. And he was what? And he was a good student too. Yeah. So he didn't need to be here. I hope you understand. All his class, not one, is left in the country. All his classmates, they're all in the US. All. Not one is here. So analyze it a little bit. And ask yourself, an institution, you see, nobody likes churches. So. An institution the size of this church, can we be here and not paste it? Analyze it. Ah. Yay. By the way, have you yourself gone to check your snit as you are busy lengthening your head to talk about somebody's own? Have you gone to check your own? You will discover that even though your institution pays snit, yours, there are gaps. No, it's true. That's why snit says you should come from time to time, take out. Yeah. But you should have seen what people were saying. Hey, these pastors. Hey, I want to ask you how much your earning is that you think we can live on it. Yo, Matayaba. Okay, ba, ba, ba. Mm, analyze it small. So when you analyze a little more, it will be obvious to you. It will be what? Obvious to you. May the Lord help us. When you analyze, you will be faithful. Yeah. 
your boss that you are criticizing so much and saying so much about, you should ask yourself whether you are an easy person to lead. <laughs> or you don't understand what I'm asking you. You, are you an easy person to lead? That's why your boss is the way they are. Yeah. It will help us to be loyal. Jesus Christ was loyal to us. The Bible said that he left heaven where he had everything. And he came down to earth. He stayed here for 33 years. Do you know he could have cut it at any point? But he didn't. And he stayed true to his purpose. And he went through everything he was supposed to go through. Can you imagine that you have reduced yourself to go and save ants? And when you get there, the ants say, let us kill you. And you sit down and you allow them to kill you. Ah, you allow them because an ant, you can just, if you just get up, you step on them. You find water holes, you water all of them away. Yeah, he could have watered all of us away. But he went through, he stayed through. Stayed true to it. And that is why today we are saved by the blood of the Lamb. Saved by the blood of Jesus. He was loyal all the way. May we also be faithful to our God. Faithful to our person. Our, 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 our Lord. Faithful for the purpose for which he brought us here. Faithful to the church that he has placed us in. Stand to your feet. This afternoon. Stand to your feet. I want you to bow down your head this afternoon. And this afternoon, I want to invite you to not let the sacrifice of Jesus be in vain. He was loyal to us. He did everything. So he shed his blood for us and he rose up again. And he said, if you will receive that blood and if you will confess with your mouth what you believe in your heart, you will be saved. And so as we stand here this afternoon, if you have not given your life to Jesus, I want you to just say, today is my day. I'm coming to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, I want you to lift up your right hand this afternoon. Lift it up, lift it up, lift it up. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. If your hands are lifted, please just quickly come to me and let us pray. Just come to me now. Come very quickly, let us pray. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Step out of where you are. I saw some other hands. Just come quickly. Just come. Oh, God bless you. 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 We're going to pray together. We're going to pray together. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I want us to pray together this afternoon. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, make this prayer your prayer. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus name. Father, I thank you for each one who is here who has given their life to you. May they never turn back. May they never turn away. And Lord, may they live to be loyal to you in Jesus name. Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and 
on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S. God richly bless you.